Hey, this is Andrew bringing you a Keyforge set review. This will actually be the first set review that I've done for Worlds Collide, and I have Mark with me. Hey, Mark. Hey, Andrew. How's it going? Great. I'm very excited to uh, to do this, look at these cards, and then for the official release coming up on November 8th. And uh, I know you have kind of a last hurrah for... Uh, for non-Worlds Collide stuff coming yep. up very yep. soon. Going to be going to the Prime Championships tomorrow morning, starting at 11. Uh, yeah, it's literally, it's probably the last, one of the last major tournaments that will not be involving Worlds Collide. So it's going to be only Age of Ascension and all the Archons. So... Looking Sweet. forward to that, and then be able to look forward to this Worlds Collide release coming up. Sweet. One of my local stores has a uh, a store champs scheduled for the ninth, so the day after release. And I think we talked them into doing a uh, two deck sealed survival. So we'll be oh, doing nice. all Worlds Collide at that. Uh, cool. So. I have up the, the first card that we'll actually start looking into, but before we do that, I wanted to go over a few just broad, big-picture questions. Uh, we're doing Star Alliance first, and that is 100% new cards because they're a new house. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so I haven't actually played hardly any... Have I played any games with Star Alliance yet? I don't know if I've played any games with Star Alliance yet. Uh, I've played against them a couple times, but when you open up uh, or when you see, you know, Star Alliance in a deck, what will you be hoping to get in terms of capabilities? Uh, all the cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously. Yeah, they're all good. Amazing. You could have a whole deck of Star Alliance, but um, I think that I'm I'm really looking forward to. Uh, like the synergy they have with other houses. Um, lots of cards that, that can interact with your hand, your creatures, and your battle line. Um, and what I'm really looking forward to is just that making a huge Voltron creature with mega artifacts. <laughs> or the mega upgrades, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and just make a giant creature with Light of the Archons. That, 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 I'm looking forward to being able to do that if, if I get it, so... Yeah, awesome. Yeah, for me, I was looking, um, they have a lot of stuff that rewards you for having a variety of houses on the board. Mm -hmm. They have, uh, they really like upgrades. Uh, they have this fun feature of having some robot creatures that can be used as upgrades even. Mm -hmm. uh, they love house cheating more than, more than any house that we've had so far. Oh my goodness, yeah. They have so much synergy with other houses. Um, yeah. And, in fact, about so there's 61 cards in the whole set of Star uh -huh. Alliance, and 26 of them reference upgrades. So they're very wow. upgrade-centered. Very upgrade-centered. Wow, yeah. Yeah, they love upgrades. Yeah, and I, I didn't catch the exact number, but the number of them that reference doing something with, uh, you know, with a creature that's not in your 
active house is pretty high too. Um, they have they have some ward. They have some healing. They kind of have. It seemed to me like other than exalt or enrage, they kind of have a smattering of a lot of the the various mechanics that we've seen. They they do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, uh, mm-hmm. but they tend to do them better if if they're doing them with friends. Um, they also have, uh, for not being Logos, a surprising amount of, like, look at the top few cards of your deck and, and put them back in any order, draw cards, archive cards. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, they, they could be up there with Logos in terms of enabling your other houses to do awesome stuff. Right. One of the ways I've been thinking of them is as a bit of like an opposite, a, um, a like a bit of an opposite to Mars, where Mars mm-hmm. is completely um, involved with itself. Like they mm-hmm. want to develop their board, but this one uh, with Star Alliance, it really rewards you for developing the board with other houses and then using this one, uh, this house to complement it. Totally. Cool. All right. Uh, so what other house would you most like to see on the deck list uh, alongside Star Alliance? Well, um, out of my four favorite houses, uh, Dis, Logos, Shadows, and Untamed, <laughs> um, I w- would love to see Discs with them. And. Okay. I'd love to see this with them because of the upgrades, because of the house cheating, mm-hmm. um, being able to um, draw and um, move through your deck fast to get to all your disruption with with this and your control uh, is really it could be really good. Uh-huh. Um, I'm torn between shadows and Sorian actually because Sorian. Um, with Star Alliance actually initially looks like a really good combination of houses because of the warding from uh-huh. uh, Saurian and Star Alliance and being able to stick, make those creatures stick onto the board for a long time the exalting from Saurian it could be it could be really good so uh-huh. uh, the upgrades from both houses work really well together mm-hmm. and um yeah, so I, I think Sorian and Dis have really... Uh-huh. Uh, I think those would be my favorite. Cool, yeah. I put um, I put Sorian, and I feel like it's a little bit of a cop-out answer just because like, I'm so excited to get a deck <laughs> that has both of them because they're both new. That's uh, for sure. so, so I think that's, that's part of it. Uh, but also, Sorian, it, it is really strong. And I, I think you touched on, like, these makes a lot of sense too. Um, but I think Sarian is a pretty strong house. And so having something that accelerates it in this way is really good. Uh, and mm-hmm. the same, the same is true of these. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really exciting thing to be able to like have, have strong creatures on the board or strong effects or whatever, and like get to use them on two thirds of your turns instead of just one third. Right. Uh, right. Cool. Okay. Uh, what 
combo are you most excited to see? You know, I really like um, the card, the, the creature, uh, Chief Engineer, because of how upgrade-centered Star Alliance is. Chief Engineer Walls really interacts with uh, the, the upgrades and yeah. the robots in Star Alliance really well. Um, another big thing about him, he is Play Fight Reap. You may return an upgrade or robot card from your discard pile to your hand. So if any go into your discard pile, uh, you can return them to him, uh, or with him, I should say. Um, uh -huh. He's elusive to power, so he might be able to stick around for a bit if he's ignored. But um, just about every single upgrade besides the robot ones, the ones that can be played as a creature, have an amber pip on them. So being mm -hmm. able to return those to your hand and be able to play them out on the same turn uh, could be extremely useful in moving the game forward. Totally. Yeah. Um, I put, uh, and I'll, I'll have to see, maybe I'll have to eat my words in, you know, when we actually get play testing in, but, uh, I'm excited to see how it would work to have Quixelstone with science officer, uh, Shinkan. Um, and, and I'm probably saying his name wrong, but, uh, so, so Quixelstone, <laughs> basically uh, prevents there from being a lot of creatures on the board and Shinkan uh, steals every time someone chooses a house that's not already on the board. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and um, and I've, I've already seen a Quixelstone setup where it just involves a lot of upgrades on a single creature and so I'm imagining how cool it would be to have like hmm. Shinkan with upgrades that kind of keep him safe uh and make him you know able to do a lot of stuff with a reaper whatever uh and quicksilstone so your opponent just you don't have a reason to drop other houses on the board and your opponent just doesn't really have a way to drop other houses on the board i think there's a lot of potential there yeah it's definitely an interesting card we'll talk more about it when we get to it yeah but i, I like yeah. that combo that's that's really thinking into the card i just kind of <laughs> Shallow. Oh, <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you find interesting combos like that and you think, oh, that'd be so cool. You theory craft. And mm -hmm. then, and then when you actually get around to it, it's like, oh, this is, this is hot garbage. So you never <laughs> yep. know. Uh, cool. So, uh, I'll go first for this one. My Maverick that I think I would most like to get in Star Alliance is Ring of Invisibility. Um, just because it, it plays in so well with the other upgrades. What about you? You know, I was really excited to find out um, just before we start making this that Punctuating Equilibrium mm. is in this set. I think that is one of the more powerful cards in the game. I would love to get that as a Maverick. Like, lots mm -hmm. of rares can be pretty good, but that one especially. Star Alliance mm -hmm. could be really good by being able to play out a bunch of Star Alliance cards because so many of them have play abilities. Um, yeah. Being able to take advantage of that if you happen to draw into any more is uh, can give you a huge advantage. So I think, I'd, or I know I'd love to get a punctuated equilibrium in there. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, then because there, we can't really get a Star Alliance legacy, I decided to go for a Legacy Maverick uh, nice. for the for the Legacy slot here. Um, 
and uh, and just out of you know I wanted to pay pay homage to Sanctum here, so I thought you know Prince Derek would would really fit in very well on Star Alliance. Nice. So that's yes. my pick. Yes, totally. He is in the set. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Find out, find out later. Uh, he's a little slimier <laughs> than than we than we recognize him as, but yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not sure about Legacy. Uh, my favorite card ever, Screaming Cave. So I'd love to see a Legacy sure. Mavericks cave in there. Um, <laughs> But you know, uh, that's uh, I think that's just me. <laughs> that could, that could be pretty interesting. Extre- extremely rare uh, instance. Yeah, no, it could happen. The algorithm. Yeah. The algorithm yeah. decides. Yeah, uh, it's a rare artifact from two sets ago, so <laughs> yeah, not really kind of chance for making <laughs> it in there. Um, what what anomaly would you be most excited to see in Starlights? Mm-hmm. I am super excited about, like, all the anomalies. Um, I was excited to open one in my starter set. I got the the ghost form. Uh-huh. I don't think that one would be super useful in Star Alliance because those guys like to reap and fight and do all those uh-huh. things. That one's more for a creature that wants to sit there. Um, I think that... Um, Orb of Wonder could be uh-huh. really useful um, as an artifact in Star Alliance. Uh-huh. Um, same thing with Time Quake. So being able to play that and shuffle each friendly card and play into your deck, draw a card for each card shuffled into your deck this way. Um, oh, yeah, because of those play effects. Right, because to take advantage of the play effects. Yeah. Um, yep. I think, I think either of those could be really good. Being able to look for a card in your deck, something that you really need, uh, yeah. could be great. Cool. I put uh, I put lateral shift mostly for flavor reasons because it's clearly <laughs> yeah. a star starlines creature in there and it has the the quote from Machine Can. We were talking about this earlier. Like I wonder because it I, I don't know if it's the same Shinken, but if it is, like it says he's an outcast. So um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, flavored text yeah and we heard we heard brad andrews talk on a on a podcast about how like these anomalies represent possible futures there's no guarantee they'll make it in the game there's no guarantee that the mechanics they represent will make it into the game in quite that form they could make it in but look different uh there's a lot of things that could could happen nothing's promised so um uh, anyway, I think that's that's just it's very interesting to think about. Wow, could this this little science officer could he uh, could he end up hated by his fellow alliance members? Who knows? Yep. Who knows? Uh, cool. All right. Should we uh, dive into the cards here? Yes. Cool. Yes. You're good. So uh, I am. I I used to love using. Keyforge Companion for this, actually, because it's no longer maintained. I'm doing this a little differently. Um, and just using the Windows photo viewer thingy, I, I, I'll have to figure out a better way to do this, because this is pretty pretty lame, but it works. So, um, yeah, so, so we're just going to do these in numeric order. Um, and that means things will be a little mixed up, but that's fine. So... 
Uh, first is Armed Master Melina, who's a four power human. She has uh, Hazardous 3, and her neighbors get Hazardous 3 too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this one, I've actually had the opportunity to play against uh, this one on Tabletop Simulator, friend of mine, and it is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're trying to figure out who to fight first, you're not really sure. Um, you want to get rid of the weak creatures next to Arms Master Molina, but right. you can't because of the hazardous three. It definitely creates some interesting battle line situation. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I loved um, I loved Way of the Porcupine in Untamed, and I feel like this uh, this fills a very similar role, right? Yes. Um, so, yes. super cool. All right. Next up is, uh, <clears throat> I'll have you read him because you, you brought him up earlier. Yep. Cheap engineer walls, two power human creature elusive, play fight reap. You may return an upgrade or robot card from your discard pile to your hand. Um, definitely more useful later on in the game if you want to get his play effect mm -hmm. rolling, but um, it is super cool because the robot keyword there really helps if you have the Calvin robot in your mm -hmm. um, in your deck or the the Land Rover. What's it called? The Ex Explo Rover. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, either one of those um, in your deck could could be returned to him as well. If you happen to have a Legacy Bat Drone or Logos in your mm -hmm. deck it definitely synergizes well with that so uh yeah robot uh, robots from logos could go really well with this totally yep and nice elusive to maybe get some some extra value out of that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh cool next up is cloaking dongle it's an upgrade with a bonus amber it says this creature and each of its neighbors gains elusive um and I, I like this like pattern of this you know and its neighbors uh mm -hmm. that we already saw but that is that's pretty valuable yeah uh it's like a it's like a better version of lamindra <laughs> yeah like if lamindra could be an upgrade what it would be um well uh, lamindra really like your lamindra is good because of throwing stars right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this is great but this good yeah so you gain an amber um elusive for everyone and um yeah it's it's great one yep. of those awesome upgrades cool all right uh next up is calm officer i think that stands for communications mm -hmm. uh yep. officer kirby he's a three power human and as play fight reap, you may play a non-Star Alliance artifact, upgrade, or action card. So basically anything but a creature, right? Mm-hmm. This yep. turn. Uh, as flavor text, fleet command has to be out there somewhere, referencing their lore, trying to get back in contact with their, their main group. Mm. Um, and uh, in the meantime, he's working with the other house <laughs> decks. So, yep. <laughs> which is pretty great. Yeah, I mean it's it's so good, right? Because, um, 
like, like a mini phase shift. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so like you get that effect, but then you keep getting it. I that's it's just so good. If you you know if he stays alive, mm-hmm. you can reap with him to get it again. That it's very good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, very good. I I like it too. I think it it multiples of these could be pretty great in your deck. Yeah, totally. Uh, cool. Uh, Commander Chan. You want to read that one? Yep. For power, human creature, fight, reap. Use another friendly creature. So it's not quite Ganger Chieftain status. Uh, you need to fight <laughs> or reap to be able to use right. this. But um, it uh, being able to use another friendly creature really elevates how um, useful this guy is. If, if he's able to stick around for a turn. Um, being able to use another friendly creature and play that includes Star Alliance creatures. Um, well, not that that makes any sense, but um, sure, yeah, but yeah, but it's quite useful to be able to use something out of house. I think uh, so. Commander Remiel yeah. was one of my favorite creatures in Sanctum. Yep, and uh, this Make is strictly better than that, right? Because it's it's an extra power yep. and it's fight reap. So yeah. Uh, very, very solid. Yeah, obviously the creature has to already be ready, but it's still very, very good. Yes. Cool. Uh, and this guy, mm-hmm. this guy is a little bit less uh, enthusiastic as Kirby is because he's convinced they won't get back in contact with. <laughs> <laughs> right. Referencing right. his flavor text, our mission didn't end; it just changed. He still, he looks pretty enthusiastic, though. I mean. <laughs> He seems, he seems very gung ho. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, okay. Next up is Explo Rover, a three-power robot with skirmish, and it can be played as an upgrade instead of a creature. With the text, "This creature gains skirmish." I'm looking forward to finding out um, <laughs> when to play it as a creature. Right. Because. Um, Obviously, you have that choice. Basically, it, this can be a creature or it can be an upgrade. And right. knowing when to do that, I think, can change some games. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like if you have... I mean, let's say you have a Commander Chan out on the board, right? And you drop... You put Explo River on him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty good because now you can you can fight. You have skirmish. You'll do four damage, and then you get to use another friendly creature. Um, so it it makes the fight more viable, right? Versus typically, I I would think, oh, I'll just reap with that most of the time. Um, so it makes it more viable as a fight effect, and uh, and there are a number of those in here. So I th- I think it makes a lot of those fight effects more viable, but on the other hand, if you don't have those, then maybe you're better off just having a creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A three-power creature with skirmish is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I think we'll have to kind of, yeah, play it a bunch and see. Yeah. <laughs> see how Definitely. it emerges. I'm not looking forward to a Star Alliance deck with a low amount of creatures. Uh, well, unless you have Quixelstone, right? Oh, unless you have a yeah, or that, or unless you have a ton of upgrades. But yeah, I think that having a 
healthy amount of creatures and Star Alliance was pretty good. Definitely helpful. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you want to read the next one? Yeah. Uh, first officer frame for power human play fight reap a friendly creature captures one amber. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty good. This especially in yeah. conjunction with Star uh, with Saurian. Yes. Um, you have that Imperial Scutum or that creature that dinosaur yes. that gives everyone destroyed ability, put the amber into the common supply instead of in your opponent's pool. Yeah, um, or you can put this on a Senator Shrix or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of good options. Spend it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a ton of options there. When when it comes to Saurian, um, when it comes to Star Alliance, because of the warding, it, it can actually be and the um, upgrades that can boost up your creatures. It can be pretty safe to put on your creatures too. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, Lieutenant Karkar or Kar something like that is a five power. Alien and hand you hand, uh, which and you were saying this earlier uh, before we started recording that like Star Alliance seems to pull in creatures from a lot of other houses, right? So, mm -hmm. so this may be uh, maybe like hand you hand is is something we'll see a bunch of in some future house. Who knows? Very possible. But, uh, I, would, I would love that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he has Taunt uh, and Hazardous 3, which is great. So this card's pretty cool. Um, I had the opportunity to play against Josh Massey at Gen Con. Uh-huh. And um, I did end up beating him, which I was pretty happy about. <laughs> but he had this guy with at least five upgrades including calvin and explore rover and light of the archons on this guy and it was insane it like he could destroy any creature um yes. it was super hard to get rid of him i i actually forget how i got rid of him um yeah but eventually i was able to but it took like the entire game to do it huh. um yeah super super cool the taunt and hazardous three goes really well with all the upgrades that can be added to him hmm yeah. Makes him re really survive. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, so Light of the Archons is an upgrade with a bonus amber. It gives the creature plus one power and plus one armor for each upgrade attached to it, which is great if you have a lot of upgrades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> I mean, even if you have three upgrades, getting a power and an armor for each of those is amazing. This is even yeah. better in twos. Um, mm. cause, yeah, double that. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited that it can come in twos. I've seen some decks with two of them, and yeah, um, I mean it's it's a common. So like yeah. there will be some deck that has five of it, right? <laughs> That'll be crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, and definitely very reasonable to expect to see threes of it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Choose yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, you want to do the next couple? Yep. Uh, Edic Gingram, three power, human creature, play, fight, reap. You may heal three damage from a creature and ward it. Uh, warding is that new keyword that we're seeing 
um, mm-hmm. in Worlds Collide. Uh, that prevents it from being dealt damage or leaving play. So mm-hmm. being able to ward a creature, say, that has an upgrade on it is going to be really, really good. Um, so you don't need to discard the upgrades on that creature or leave them on the board for a bit longer. So um, I think having this creature in there could be a really good asset um, to, um, to your deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm glad that the warding isn't dependent on the healing three damage. So just do, right. do as much as you can and uh, um, carry on. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Seems good. All right. Next one. Yeah. Molina's Blaster gives you an amber uh, for playing it. This creature gains fight reap. This is one of the common blasters, by the way. This mm-hmm. one goes with Arms Master Molina, the three hazardous. Gives neighbors three hazardous. Uh, fight reap. You may deal two damage to a creature or attach Molina's blaster to Arms Master Molina. Mm-hmm. After you attach Molina's blaster to Arms Master Molina, you may deal three damage to a creature. Cool. Um, yeah, it's the only common blaster, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, the only yeah. common blaster. So you can expect to see this one in there. Um, the thing I'm confused about with this one is um, it it looks like it can appear in a deck without Arms Master Molina. Oh, yeah? Because huh. it's not a special card. It's just a blaster. Huh. Or it's just it's a regular common. So, I mean, there's one other blaster, I think, in the uncommon Oh, no, it's a stunner. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so it's the only blaster, it looks like, that can appear in a deck without the named creature that it goes with, which is really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing a quick search to see if that has happened yet. Um. Yeah, I'm, I haven't. I don't see any decks where that's the case. Okay. Um, and I wonder if. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. The algorithm. The algorithm is mysterious and wily. Uh, but I wonder if it's just a, a common because, uh, you know, maybe you can get a Molina with two or three blasters. Uh, maybe. That'd but, be cool. Yeah. I'll keep investigating that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Does it, the fact that I, it didn't come up in the search doesn't mean it couldn't happen. It just means that it hasn't happened that we know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, so the next one is Red Alert. Uh, when you play it, if there are more enemy creatures than friendly creatures, you deal damage to each enemy creature equal to the difference. Um, nice. Yeah, this is, like, another, like, Starlings is definitely not Sanctum. It's not a straight-up replacement for Sanctum by any means. But this is one of those cards that makes you wonder, if, you know, if they are, because it, it, it's similar to Glorious View, except Glorious View would give you Amber, this mm-hmm. instead, uh, kill stuff. So, but it seems it seems strong to me. Yeah, it does. Um, I like the idea of 
like you're getting scared there's lots of creatures out oh let's just deal the difference in damage so it's it's pretty cool um i i mean it's very it looks like a card that very well could just do like maybe one damage or two damage or if any it could be a dead card in your hand um but it's uh it's a situational board wipe so that's pretty cool yeah 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 all the yeah all the board wipes are sometimes just discards for sure Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, this this one I'm really excited about. Science Officer uh, Shinken. He's a, a two power alien proximan, which is a new trait. Scientist. Yep. He has elusive, and after a player chooses an active house which matches no cards in play, steal an amber. So that means uh, if they choose these and they have no these cards and, and there are no these cards on the board of yours or theirs then you would immediately steal one yep and it's a mirror effect so it does go both ways um so going back to your uh, i don't i shinkan will steal one both times you're right it only benefits you you're right that is interesting yeah, I didn't I, see I, it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty great. Uh, that makes it even better in my mind. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I like your theory craft way better. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> <more>. yes, my <laughs> quick so yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, right. For sure. Cool. So okay, uh, next one is uh, three power sensor chief Garcia human. Mm-hmm. Creature, play fight reap keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn. Uh, cool. So key control, I like yeah. it. Uh, in Star Alliance, that's a definitely a useful addition to this house. Um, it's yeah. uh, this house literally does everything. So that might may as well just add in the card that does that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was gonna mention there are a couple more coming that do key cost. Uh, manipulation so yeah that it's pretty interesting yep yeah um, definitely a strong effect especially to be able to trigger repeatedly like that right on reap oh my goodness uh, yeah you don't have any way of getting it off at least it's not elusive so it's three power it's not elusive uh yep. you have that going for you yeah uh cool next up if you're playing <laughs> Yeah, so next one is uh, an action. Uh, Stealth mode gives you an amber for playing it. And play, your opponents cannot play action cards during their next turn. Love this type of card. Um, Yeah, this is Scrambler Storm, right? Scrambler Storm, that's what it is. Scrambler Storm from Logos, from Dakota. Um, An amazing card. It automatically makes this house even better. Scrambler Storm... Uh, situationally was a it's essentially a key chief if you can use it properly uh-huh. uh, on the right next being able to make your opponent not be able to play actions on their next turn is super good um, really really powerful most of the really powerful cards that can keep you off a key or uh, yeah. change the, uh, within an instant are action cards so um, yep. that's, that's a great card to have 
Yeah, yeah. I think scramblers and I, scrambler storm is a an uncommon, if I recall correctly. I think scrambler storm is like under feared. Um, we had uh, our last adaptive testing session. You beat me, but the one before that, um, I I won it, and I I think scrambler storm played pretty heavily into yes. into how that played out and um yeah and in logos it's it was a an uncommon but here it's it's a common so we're gonna see this a lot yes i i really like it it's yeah. um i like it in the common spot with the fact that you don't have control the week and scrambler storm in the set makes it better to have this as a common where you're going to see it a lot mm -hmm. more um yeah i like yeah. it in the common spot it's pretty good yeah yeah, nice to have I some. Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind a deck with four of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, me either. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Next up is Zap. It's an action with a bonus amber. Deal one damage to a creature for each house represented among creatures in play. And my understanding of how the rulings have gone on this is that uh, if, you know, if your opponent has six one-power creatures... And there are six uh, houses represented. You can you can kill all of them. You can yes, uh, it's pretty like stack of coins, right? Uh, yeah, but seems seems okay. I mean, what I think I would expect to maybe get like three out of this regularly. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it's if like a punch. you have a if there is a clear in play with like experimental therapy on it though sure. does it do nine right it does do nine yeah nine and counting yeah totally <laughs> so it can only get better with experimental therapy in play <laughs> yes yes yeah uh, on to the next one this is our first uncommon card mm -hmm. um, a two power robot creature Calvin uh Fight Reap Draugr. It does have one armor, yes, and it can be played as an upgrade um, where the creature gains Fight Reap Draw card. So, right. uh, really cool upgrade ability. I'm glad it has an armor because with just two power, it wouldn't last very long. So, um, if you happen to play it just as a creature. Um, right. So, yeah, if it's like the, your first card you play and. Um, Anyway, it, yeah, it, it I has, mean, has a great ability. Yeah, Doc, Doc Bookton is a great card. Um, mm -hmm. And, and you know, this is like a little miniature Doc Bookton or turns another creature into Doc Bookton. So that's pretty great. Yep, yep, definitely. Cool. Next one is the three power creature alien Crixix. Uh -huh. <laughs> Some sort of Martian, maybe. <laughs> I don't uh -huh. know. The Exo Tabor, uh, Fight Reap, you may play or use one non-Star Alliance card this turn. Yep. So um, that means you can take one from your hand, put it onto the table. Uh, does not specify which type of card, so it can be any of the four different types. And uh, I think that's pretty great. Yeah, totally. Um, there's... Um... I heard 
I heard uh, Richard Garfield talking about this, um, and it it seems like they didn't do it with Tabor, but uh, but at some point, my understanding is they're planning on releasing a uh, a, a some like some kind of cultural exchange officer that will always show up in a different house. And and bring a and bring the creature whose slot it took over to Star Alliance. Interesting. Um, that so, would be cool. Yeah. So so yeah, they haven't. I don't, it seems like they haven't done that yet. But Richard Garfield specifically mentioned that as an idea that they're interested in. And of course, I mean, doing you know, fight reap, you may use one non-Star Alliance card this turn. <laughs> is pretty close to that as an effect, but um, I'm excited about the, the weird, crazy stuff they can do. <laughs> yeah, this one is pretty great. Um, it's a bit of a better effect than um, Communications Officer Kirby, but you can't play it and get that effect. You have right. to fight or reap. So um, right. he has to stick around for a bit in order to take advantage of that, but um, totally. definitely love the ability. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Force Field is an upgrade with a bonus Amber, and it gives the creature Reap, Ward this creature. Yep. Seems strong. Yep. Gives you like an Amber, the... Reap, Ward the creature, because most likely you're playing on a creature that's already ready. So um, you can, if you happen to have a Star Alliance creature out, um, being able to right. ward it right away is pretty great. Um, and yeah, nice. Yeah, I like the, the artwork too. It's a pit demon or something. Something from Beasts. Yeah, to get the terror just... maybe. I think it's oh, the maybe. Yeah, just I'm not having much luck there. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, something next one. Two power human creature, Helmsman Spears. Uh, fight Reap. Discard any number of cards from your hand. Draw a card for each card discarded this way. Um, yeah, the flavor text references a. A, a person that is not in the set, so hopefully we'll meet Crash Moldy further set. But um, pretty great. So if your hand is stacked Seems full of really cards, good. Um, and someone's calling build a week on you and happens to pick Star Alliance with this card in play, I don't know why they do that, but uh, you can <laughs> discard <laughs> a bunch of those other cards that are clogging up your hand and uh, draw some more. So I, I actually really like that effect. Yeah. Yeah, super good. Uh, next up is Information Officer Gray. He's a four-power human with play, fight, reap. You may reveal a non-Star Alliance card from your hand. If you do, archive it. No more, plus uh, one power counters like Zizix. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's okay though. I mean, it's yeah. a well. The, you can do it on any non-Star Alliance card, right? So that's right. That's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just fantastic deck acceleration. Yeah. Anytime you're able to play a card and archive a card, it's great. Yeah. It's sort of two cards out of your hand and moves you forward in the game. Yep. Absolutely. All right is an action gives you an amber pip lay of the land play look at the top three cards of your deck 
put them back in any order and draw a card. Boom. Great. <laughs> Being able to look at the top three cards and then draw the one that you most want uh, yep. is pretty awesome. Um, just waiting for the day that someone looks at them all and then puts them all back and then draws the wrong one. That'll be pretty, pretty sad. <laughs> um, Judge. <laughs> but um, before Worlds Collide was announced, I actually made up a card with this effect and posted it and people were like, what? What would you ever use that for? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's so funny. And, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's actually a great effect. Um, I've been yeah. biased. Yeah, it, well, it seems, I mean, it's similar to Igor. It, it's just, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously as an action instead, um, and instead of discarding the other two cards, you, you put them back on. But um, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it seems like a, a really nice effect, for sure. Exactly, yeah. Uh, next, we have Navigator Ali, three power human creature. Play, fight, reap, another one of those guys. Look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. Yep. <laughs> more. Uh, yeah, more of that. More of that deck manipulation uh, yep. that Star Alliance has. Yep. Uh, the next one is Nurse Soto, uh, three power human with deploy and play, fight, reap. Heal three damage from each of Nurse Soto's neighbors. Uh, this, I, I have to say, like I'm, I think I'm just kind of like down on heal effects in general. Yep. I'm not super excited about this, but it, it could be okay in the right circumstances. But yeah, yeah. just not stoked. I mean, especially play heal effect because the play effect is is super. It's going to be where it's most impactful because your right. opponent doesn't know it's coming. So it's um, something they can't plan for. So a play effect to heal is a bit meh, but you know, I'm not. I haven't looked at all of the rest of the cards in the set, so I don't know how much flink damage is in it. Yeah. Um, or how many creatures really need three power, three damage healed from them. Right. I mean, there must be a lot of bigger creatures that need three damage. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe if you're in Sarian. You know, then this suddenly you put this next to uh, a creature with taunt or something, it could help. But yeah, I I think, yeah, we'll see. This is and that's actually funny. It's the first really meh card that we've run yeah. into, and it's what how many cards into into this? Yeah. Set? Absolutely, it's twenty cards in. So yep. um, yeah. So this is this set. This set of it cards well. Be pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh boy. This next uh, one, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Quad Recorder is an upgrade. It says your opponent's keys cost plus one amber for each house represented among friendly creatures to a maximum of three. Pretty cool. Yeah. More uh more key cost manipulation, more upgrades. Yep, yep, more upgrades. I think more this synergy. is uh, fantastic. More uh, uh the key control pretty great with this one yeah uh next one uh quintrino flex action uh play choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature destroy the chosen creatures and each creature with the same power as either of the chosen creatures wow yeah that's uh, crazy that's pretty great uh it's like a 
standardized testing for Star Alliance, but you get to choose the power that you destroy. So um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems very strong. I'm excited to see how that works out. Oh, snap. This next one. I'm going to read this Go one. Go for it. <laughs> uh, two power, one armor, science officer, Morpheus. Creature, he's a shapeshifter and a scientist. After you play a creature with a play effect, trigger its play effect an additional time. Ooh. So we're going to be looking at this later. The creature <laughs> in furnace. But this guy is pretty crazy. Um so Infernus is a four-power creature, I believe, and it allows you to pick a discard pile and dis and purge two cards from that discard pile. Yeah, it's like uh, a like a creature version of Creeping Oblivion, right? It's it's amazing, and yeah. I am really looking forward to to dip <laughs> this set. <laughs> um, but You're there's so to many these. other play effects. There's so many other play effects, especially from what we've seen. Yeah, other creatures. Uh, um, like, say, Navigator Ali, look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in the order. That's pretty useless. But, um, like, Helmsman Spears being able to discard uh, cards out of your hand and draw, that's mm -hmm. pretty great. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Seems, seems pretty strong. Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be excited, excited to see. What, what random combos you can get with it or what we discovered. Right. Right, yeah. If you can keep it on the board, there's definitely a lot of potential for weird for weird stuff, right? Yes. That's, that'll yeah. seem overpowered. But, but you know, it's two power, one armor. It's not elusive, so you have a chance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, cool. So the next card is Stunner. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber, and it gives the creature Fight Reef. You may stun a creature. Seems good. As you may stun a creature. So if you have creatures, yeah. if you're the only one of the creatures in play, you don't need to stun one of your own guys, which is pretty good upsides to this. Yeah, yeah, and I like the uh, I like the flavor text set stunners to stun. <laughs> yeah, I like that the blasters are uh, separate from the stunners. So you have to yeah. always carry a stunner and a blaster. <laughs> you, you hope. <laughs> Yeah, it looks it looks very nerfish, actually. Mm -hmm. It actually kind of does the orange and the blue, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, this next one, uh, tactical officer Moon, more power, human creature, has assault two, and play. You may rearrange the creatures in a player's battle line. That is pretty great. Like that, we haven't experienced a battle line manipulation card like this uh, yeah. ever. Uh, being able to have that much control over where the creatures are in the battle line is pretty amazing. Um, you can mess yeah. up a lot of AOA decks with this card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even even in Star Alliance, we've seen a number of cards already that care about their neighbors, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, or taunt or whatever. So, you know, in, in the worst case scenario, you might just get some benefit yourself out of this card uh, yep. by rearranging your own battle line, but occasionally you'll be able to play it and really, really mess your opponents up. I do have an interesting theory about this card. Uh -huh. um, I was looking at the Worlds Collide boxes, and I was noticing that 
on the boxes, none of the art on it uh-huh. is in the set. And uh-huh. uh, there's this person on the box from Star Alliance that is in a very similar uh, flying position yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, as Tactical Officer Moon. And because all the art decks were announced uh, a couple months or a month or so ago, uh-huh. I think that this might be that it might be the alt art to this cart. They have similar hair. They're flying almost the same way. They both have blasters. Yeah, so. yeah. The the suit is quite different, but it could be like an exo suit versus yeah, an inside yeah. suit. Totally. Yeah. So that's my weird theory with this yeah. cart. We'll see if it's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We will see. That's a it's a cool idea, uh, and I, I mean it's great art either way. Both. Both, I think, are pretty cool art. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Next up is Transporter Platform. Very Star Trek-y here. <laughs> it's an artifact with a bonus hammer, and it's a location, and it exhausts to return a friendly creature, and each upgrade attached to it to your oh hand. So great. So awesome. So, uh, so okay, because I was thinking... I'll, I'll, I was thinking wait and see, but I want to hear your pitch. So, with... If you happen to have a deck that has maybe like four upgrades in it, and uh-huh. um, you're making, uh, you have um, a creature that has an upgrade on it, but you're like, man, I want to put this on this creature over here now that it's out. This allows you to do that. Uh-huh. So, um, it, yeah, being able to manipulate what creatures have the upgrades. Uh, without needing to discard the upgrade and then find it in your deck again. Sure. It can be pretty great, especially with how good the upgrades are in this house. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that. And I think it also makes a lot of sense with the creatures with play effects, right? If you have one of those creatures with a play fight reap effect, uh, maybe it's sitting there, you fight or reap with it, and then you use this on it, uh, it comes back to your hand, and then you get the play effect again. You know, too. So, right. Um, so it's right. it's extra good if you have some of those creatures to use it on. Plus, since the upgrades generally have an amber pip, except for the creature. Oh ones, yeah. Um, it gives you that extra amber um, from that. So oh yeah, this, that's really good. This also applies to any house's upgrade. So you can. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure what the. Um, what the other upgrades are, what the other good upgrades are for the house, but uh, sure, for the other houses, but yeah, this is this is pretty good. I, I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the so the next one is an upgrade. It's Universal Translator. It has a bonus amber, and it gives the creature fight reap. Use a friendly non-star alliance creature. Nice. More. I like it. More house cheating. And That's apparently the flavored text contains a name of a Star Trek episode. I'm not oh. sure <laughs> what, what it is, but I'm sure some people out there are smart enough to know what it is. But that, Interesting. I uh, heard that on the Archons Corner podcast. Shout out to the Fed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aquan yeah. is definitely a trait on one of the anomalies. So Ooh, that's interesting. Snap. Yeah. Very interesting. Off one's confirmed. Thou shalt wear pants. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. 
action, uh, Xeno Training. This is going to be one of our last, uh, it is the last uncommon card uh, in this set of cards. It gives you an amber. Play for each house represented among friendly creatures. A friendly creature captures one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, the ultimate would be as if you had experimental therapy, but <laughs> um, generally you'll be able to capture a max of three, which is really, really good. Um, yeah. Three can definitely take someone off of a key. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely can. Um, yeah, I love the I love the picture here with the like the the Star Alliance <laughs> guy like he's lifting. He's doing his best, but all these giants, all the Brahminar giants standing around are like, okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. On to the, yeah. On to the rares. I'm excited about the rares. Because rares in general are either really, really good or really, really situational. Yep. And I'm excited to see which one or which set. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, so the first one is Amber Tracker. It's a four-power beast, and it has the play effect deal two damage to each enemy creature with Amber on it. This damage cannot be prevented by armor. Love it. Yeah. Anytime Amber is able to get past armor is good, or damage is able to get past armor is good, um, unless it's being played against you. But um, <laughs> you have... Uh, wards to think about too so uh, yeah. it doesn't get past ward um, but it'll pop it yes so yep, it's that's well. cool popping a ward for for two damage is is fine i like it yeah yeah um it's a mass play effect with two damage this is what i was referring to earlier yeah um with the nurse soto you'd be oh. like so yeah and I think, yeah, this will be good against, like, Coda and AOA decks with Sanctum, and it should also be pretty good against Sarian, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, generally pretty good. Next one is the Book of IEQ mm -hmm. Artifact. Um, action, reveal the top card of your deck. If it is a non-Star Alliance card, its house becomes your active house. Otherwise, end your turn. So, it's really interestingly worded. Yeah. Um, lots of people think that if you if it's a non-star alliance, if it is a star alliance card, you end your turn and you don't ready your cards. We're gonna wait on an official ruling on that. I'm really, uh, I, I, I'm thinking it is that way. But yeah, I um, think I think it needs a strong downside like that to make it a yeah. balanced mechanic. Yes. Yeah, that and being able to basically switch houses in the middle of your turn is pretty crazy. Like, yeah, um, yeah, that's a very strong artifact if you have to have it. Um, little bit of trivia: these little guys are actually on card uh, Ghostly Hand, so go look that up. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, so I guess it's a it's a reference to like, hey, you're finding uh, maybe it's the some shadows creatures found uh, found some Star Alliance tech. Maybe. And, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think if you if I mean 
if you hit the other house, like, it's almost a free turn. So, it, it's very, it's very strong if it hits. So, I think having a, yeah. having a strong yeah. downside is fine. <laughs> I would still do it. I'd be okay with it, too. Especially if you combine it with uh, one of those cards where you get to sort the cards on the top of your deck. Like, that, oh that'll just goodness. be extra good. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Uh, you know uh -huh. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, next one is a five-power um, creature. One armor, Captain Val Jericho. Very famous and mentioned yes. in a lot of flavor so text and a few other cards. Um, during your turn, if Captain Val Jericho is in the center of your battle line, you may play one card that is not of the active house. Even more house cheating. Yeah, yeah, and that is super interesting because that'll trigger on even on a non-Star Alliance turn. You can get that benefit. Yep, yep. Definitely. And you can manipulate your battle line to take advantage of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Because if you have, I mean, assuming you have one creature. Oh, no, no, no. No. I mean, she could be pretty far from the center. But, um, but yeah, if you keep things pretty balanced, then you'd have a decent chance of being able to make her be the center. Yeah. And, yep. and get, the, get the benefit. So, well, pretty solid. Oh, wait a second. This next one. I was wrong. This one is in the set. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is. There, there uh, is. Three power, Crash Muldoon, human pilot, deploy. Crash Muldoon enters play ready. Action, use a neighboring non-Star Alliance creature. So he enters play ready, so his play effect can effectively be use a non use a neighboring non-star alliance creature unless of course you don't have any of those and you just want to read from him so he has an upside yeah. either way basically yep yeah yeah he seems uh seems very useful very flexible yes um, useful in a lot of different contexts but only three power so you know not uh definitely not vulnerable or anything uh seems fair all right, next up we have a uh, rare upgrade. Disruption Field gives you a bonus amber and makes your opponent's keys cost plus one for each disruption counter on Disruption Field. And the creature uh, that's attached to gains Fight Reap, put a disruption counter on Disruption Field. And this is the only uh, reference that we have to this disruption counter. That's It's not... That's not a general thing, but essentially the mechanic yep. is when this creature fights or reaps, it puts a counter on this upgrade, and for each counter on the upgrade, uh, the opponent's keys cost plus one. Yep. Uh, you can use just about anything for this. This is another one of the things that's like the Doom counter or um, the uh, the counters on Colosseum, which we'll see later. Uh, it's just basically a like a general, you can use just about anything for it. So right, um, but it's a good. It's a it's the third key cost increase that we've seen. Yeah, um, in this house, which is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, next up is Doctor Driscoll, a three power human scientist with elusive, and she is digging into something pretty gross looking there. <laughs> uh, this is like some Arkham Horror artwork almost. 
Uh, and she has the action heal two damage from a creature and gain an amber for each damage healed this way. That actually sounds worthwhile to me. Right. That is a heal <laughs> effect that you really want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd heal an opponent's creature if I could gain an extra amber uh -huh. over reaping for uh -huh. doing it. Totally. Uh, uh, let's see. The next yeah. one we have here is Encounter Suit. Upgrade. Uh, weirdly enough, an upgrade that does not have an amber pip on it. Uh, action, after an action card is played, but before it resolved, ward this creature. Super interesting. Uh, yeah. So, say you play an unlocked gateway. Uh, um, you Before the unlocked gateway resolves, you ward it, so it would be safe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, so that's that's even if your opponent plays an action card. Yeah, I I'm they'll have to like put do an FAQ on this because I'm not I'm actually not sure off the top of my head what resolves means. I, I don't think that's a, a word we actually <laughs> we have, have like a, a great definition. We don't for. have a window for that yet. <laughs> yeah, let me let me double check that. I don't want to say something that's not true, but I'll I'll look it up and we can I'll I'll double check later. Uh, yeah. So the next card is the key cheat card for Star Alliance. I believe every house has one now. Um, yeah, so dadging an alliance. <laughs> um, yeah, forging an alliance gives you an amber pip, forging at yeah, plus seven current cost, reduced by one for each house represented among cards in play. Cool. So it can be like. Uh, key charge, but um, most of the time it's probably going to be more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, but that, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, Anytime you have a key sheet that you can take advantage of, it's, it's good. Right. Uh, so I'm looking through the rules for Resolve, and I can't find anything that specifically talks about uh, an action card resolving. Um, you do it. You do resolve the play effect on an action card, and so my expectation is that what the intention is for encounter suit is that the in, the ward from encounter suit gets placed on the creature before the play effect of the action card gets resolved. And that, that would make sense. That would work, like you said, if someone plays gateway, uh, this, this creature ends up surviving gateway, for example. Um, yeah. It is pretty weirdly worded, though. Yeah. So, and it wouldn't make, it wouldn't surprise me if they decide to fix it by just saying, oh yeah, encounter suit should have said, uh, after an action card is played, but before its play effect is resolved, or its right. playability, or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that's that's. Fine. I'm sure they'll they'll make sense, but I'm not that worried about it. And it seems pretty clear what the intent is. 
Yes, uh, I, I agree. Cool. So uh, next up is Galactic Census. It's an action with the bonus amber. And it says, if there are exactly three or exactly four houses represented among creatures in play, gain an amber. If there are exactly five, gain two. If there are six or more, gain three. So huh. uh, potentially this is like a fertility champ that doesn't give your opponent two, right? Right, because you gain an amber from playing the card. Right, yeah. Um, or, yeah, um, and worst case scenario, it's just an amber. Most of the time, it's probably two or three, right? Yep. That's, I'd yep. expect to get two or three from this a lot, which is good. I mean, that's pretty good. Super good card. If you can get two or three, yeah, for playing it. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, next one we have is General Order 24. Uh, it's an artifact and a law. It's the second law we passed yeah. in Keyforge World. Uh, <laughs> at the start of each player's turn, they must choose a creature they control and destroy each creature of the chosen creature's house. If that player has no creatures in play, destroy General Order 24 instead. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. So this has the potential to be destroyed not on your turn. Yeah. Because it applies to both both people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird one, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And, and it, it, I'm looking forward to the FAQ on at the start of each player's turn. Uh, those specific words, because uh, right now apparently Miasmus gets them. So <laughs> uh, I don't think we've got an official ruling on I, that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was being sarcastic. Okay, but, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, yeah, that's one where I can see the, I can see the lawyerly reason for it, but it's, it's clearly wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I thought that before. Um, so next up is operations officer Ishii, um, who's a four power, two armor spirit with taunt and each of operation officer Ishii's neighbors gains Fight, reap, capture one, uh, and this seems to be a a recruit from Sanctum. Pretty awesome yeah. uh, to have a Sanctum creature appearing in uh, Star Alliance. Sure looks like it. It's a spirit. It's glowy. Has a giant yellow sword. Yeah, and it and it captures stuff, or it, its neighbors capture stuff anyway. I like the the like built-in. It has taunt, and it gives its neighbors something that would make you want to kill them. Um, it's pretty cool that those are you know together on the one card. Definitely, definitely. All right, sorry. Did you get my um, message? Oh nope nope. Let me try again. Uh-oh. Sorry, I have to I have to begin. Okay. Okay. No yeah. problem. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining me. And uh I'll finish out these rares all by myself. But uh it's been very, very fun. Have a have a great night and uh get that baby some sleep. Awesome. <laughs> Alright, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Good luck tomorrow. Alright, thanks. Bye. Uh -huh. Bye.
All right, uh, I'll just carry on uh, all by myself here. Um, let's talk about Pizza Chord. So Pizza Chord is an artifact. It's also a law. Uh, Star Alliance apparently big fans of the law. And uh, this Pizza Chord says that each player gains two amber when you play it, but then after a creature is used to fight, its controller loses four, and you destroy the piece of cord. I like the thematic thing that's happening here, which is, oh yeah, there's this benefit that you each get, and then whoever breaks the piece uh, has to pay for the whole fourth. Uh, it's a pretty cool effect. Um, I, it, it'll be interesting to see how you can take advantage of it. It seems, you know, like uh, it'll make the most sense to try to do it in such a way that you that you don't want fighting and so it's your point your opponent that's going to end up doing it uh but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works out you gotta love the the guy in the middle on this artwork who's between it looks like maybe a brobnar giant and i i think that's a a saurian maybe um oh no i'm I think they're both brown there. Uh, yeah, poor little guy. There's a theme here of poor little humans stuck between giants. Rough times. Uh, okay, Plasma Nozzle is an upgrade, and it has a bonus amber, and it gives the creature before fight deal two damage to the attacked creature with two splash. That is pretty cool. Nice fight upgrade. Psionic Officer Lang is a three-power human creature, and uh, her ability is that after an enemy creature reaps, you archive the top card of your deck. Uh, I would love to see this with, like, a... You know, if you get to play, like, a Fogifier Fogbank type effect. Um, or maybe you maybe you get her with the Pizza Cord. Uh, that'd be pretty bonkers, because you really disincentivize your opponent from, from fighting but then also make them not want to reap. That'd be pretty cool. That or, you know, put something taunty next to her. That would help too. Uh, Quixelstone is is very weird and fun and, and changes the game. So it's an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item. And if a player has more creatures in play than their opponent, they cannot play creatures. Um, so you can have one more. You know, if you, if you have the same amount, if you have less, you're good. If you have the same amount, you're fine. You can play one more, and then you can't play any more creatures, which uh, really limits things and can be frustrating. Special Agent Fingers seems to be a recruit from Shadows, most likely. Uh, she's a one-power elf thief with Elusive, and she has Action Steal 1. And, and I think her uh, text here, her flavor text solidifies this idea, you know, backs up this idea that Star Alliance are recruiting from other houses. And it says the Grand Star Alliance is happy to accept the best and brightest from any world. So they, they yeah, they recruit from other houses. Tachyon Pulse is an action with a bonus amber. It has the play effect destroy each artifact, exhaust each creature with an upgrade. This is one of those, uh, you know, kind of self-house hate cards that we see from time to time that's pretty interesting. Techivore Pulpate is a five power jelly 
and after a uh, it's a creature and it says that after a player chooses an active house destroy each artifact of that house very interesting uh yeah just really interesting i love these types of effects because you can kind of play around it a little bit um and maybe choose other things and just try to destroy it before you choose the house you really want but uh put some pressure on Uncharted Lands is a is a really interesting artifact. It's a location. When you play it, you place six amber from the common supply on Uncharted Lands, and each Star Alliance creature gains reap. Move one amber from Uncharted Lands to your pool. Uh, the really interesting thing about this is if your opponent has Star Alliance, they could get uh, they could get this reap effect too, right? And they could be taking amber off of Uncharted Lands. So you really need to be careful how and when you play it, but uh, used properly in the right circumstances, it's it's a six amber boost, which is really good. United action is an action with alpha, uh, so you have to play it first thing in your step three, uh, and its play effect is for the remainder of the turn you may play cards from any house for which you have a card in play. You cannot use cards this turn, so. Uh, so yeah, when you, if you play this, you won't be able to use any cards, but you can uh, potentially play out your entire hand as long as you already have at least one creature or artifact or upgrade from that house in play. So yeah, really interesting. We Can All Win is an action with a bonus amber. It says you, each player's keys cost minus two until the end of your next turn. Uh, that's interesting. So basically, so if you can use this in conjunction with a key cheat, that's extra good, right? Because you're, re you're reducing the key cost this turn as well as next turn. You're also, though, reducing key cost for your opponent on their turn. So you just need to be careful about the timing of when you play it. Uh, yeah. All right. And now we're into the rest of the blasters. These are special rarity. And like Mark said, it is kind of interesting that uh, the, the one is just a straight common while these are a special rarity, but, um, yeah, that, it's fine. It's just interesting. And, uh, and these are each paired with a creature and I hadn't realized this before, but so each blaster gives a bonus amber. That's fine. And they all have the same, they all give the same fight reap effect, uh, roughly, but they have this after attach effect that is unique to each blaster and uh, reflects who who owns the blaster. So Chan's blaster is an upgrade with the bonus amber. Th this creature gains fight reap. You may deal two damage to a creature or attach Chan's blaster to Commander Chan. After you attach Chan's blaster to Commander Chan, you may use another friendly creature. That's pretty cool. Uh, you can, yeah. Uh, so there's no disincentive from attaching this to another creature before Commander Chain gets out. You'll get a benefit from it. And then once Commander Chain does come out, you can get an extra benefit. Drain's Blaster, uh, the attach effect. Again, the, the bonus amber and the fight reap effect are the same. But the after attach effect for this one is that you can move each amber from first officer frame to your pool. And, uh, and 
First off is her brains. Uh, oh, man. Let me uh, use as large. Which one is first officer's brain? Nope. Uh, no, that's taking a lot of this. This is the problem with not knowing all the cards yet that I cannot tell them by their art. But I'm working on it. Oh, right, so she lets a friendly creature capture one, but interesting, so but you could uh, capture it onto her, and then when you attach the blaster to her, uh, you move all the amber from her to your pool, which would be pretty cool. Uh, Garcia's blaster gives you a bonus amber, uh, has the, the same fight reef effect, you can deal two damage to a creature or attach it to Chief Garcia, uh, and after you attach it to, uh, to Sensor Chief Garcia, you seal one. That's great. Ingram's Blaster, the attach effect is fully heal a creature. Eh, that's, that's less exciting. Uh, Carker's Blaster, uh, Ward's Carker. That's pretty good. Kirby's Blaster, uh, when it attaches to him, has you draw two cards, which is very good. And Shinken's Blaster, when, you, when it attaches to him, you may archive a creature in play. Uh, oh, that's very interesting. Uh, and since it's a creature in play, I think you could archive an opponent's creature. Um, I think you could. I mean, we may need a ruling on that, but I, I think you could. That'd be pretty good and really help with Shinken. Uh, and then Wall's Blaster, when it attaches to Wall's, has you stun a creature for each upgrade on Chief Engineer Walls, and that would uh, include this blaster. Cool, so that is it. That's all the Star Alliance cards. Um, thanks to Mark for joining me for this. Uh, thanks to you for listening and maybe watching along. Uh, I hope this helped you get some familiarity with the cards that are about to uh, be you know, playable in all these events. Uh, I hope you will enjoy playing the cards. I hope you uh, enjoyed thinking about them with us. Thanks so much for going on this journey with us. And I hope that you'll uh, look for more of these in the future uh, as we go through the rest of the houses. And until then, that you will get out and forge some keys.